0: Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and joined him always by a one. Troy Finicaro. And. Snapococalypse. An that is a one Gunner Kennedy. All right, gents, let us jump right into it. Um, this past week, Eminem released a secret album. Um, I don't know how long he'd been working on it. it was It's called Kamikaze. And it's called Quite a uh, Stir or Kerfuffle in the hip-hop community. As there were a few tracks on there uh, that were largely critical of some relatively popular hip-hop artists today. Um, Machine Gun Kelly was a really big one that he kind of did did some rhymes against. But uh, Diet Artwood. Or Antwood. I is It's Antwood. Isn't it? Yeah, but he
1: mispronounced it, right? Wasn't that part of the problem?
0: Yeah, so actually there's a little bit of backstory there. Like he, um, he, he he did a song. He had an album called Revival that was out three or four years ago that didn't do so well. And he referenced them in that as his way of kind of giving them a little shout out. But they took it as um, a little bit differently, kind of like distant back. And uh, I guess he got a little butt hurt about that, and then kind of dissed them in this in in this uh, on this record. And then I guess Ninja just released a response within the past couple of days on uh, YouTube with Yolandi. Like I don't know if it was really a freestyle or or whatever. It wasn't really much of a rap, but he was kind of like dissing Eminem as well, like dissing him being old and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, he said Eminem used to rap better when you were on drugs.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: To be to be fair, that is kind of empirically provable, but
0: um, it's interesting. Um,
2: it's also that he was like way angrier when he was on drugs. So. I feel
0: that's kind of it. That I feel that is. I will recognize that I don't like this album of Eminem's better than like his earlier stuff. But I will say he's significantly better than the vast majority of popular rappers today, you know everyone like Drake is a huge one, and you know he's got a decent voice, but he doesn't write his own lyrics and stuff. he's somebody like ghost writes for him. he's essentially just no, a pretty face. He's no, just like I mean, a marketing but, devu- like vehicle
2: I mean like this is not the first you know this is this is not an a unique occurrence. I mean, like fucking. I can't remember what the hell the name of the, the, the one the one lady Nicki Minaj is having the super fucking feud with. I mean like that that's Cardi kind of, B? Yeah, Cardi but, Well, not Cardi B. Um, Cause no, there's, there's an actual like bigger rapper both in personal size and like kind but, of rep but that Nicki Minaj is having a beef. Yeah, you know, because they go back and forth. But it's like you know, and again, it's this whole thing where it, it's just like part of it is it's 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 the wrestling angle. You know, like you everybody everybody like fucking does the. And
1: that's the first thing that comes kayfabe. to my mind. is that is that like you know Eminem was able to make headlines in his the previous run of his career by kind of calling out these musicians and. But I, I don't. Wade, you still listen to rap, like actual modern rap. Do they still do that, or is that kind of
0: a thing of the past? So this thing definitely happens. Um, when I think about recent rap beefs with current rap, rappers that are significantly popular, like Drake had one um, on his new album, he called out. I'm pretty sure he called out Pusha T, who is part of the clips, or is one half of the clips. Um, so this thing still kind of happens, however the right the not writing of your own lyrics and things like that, that is something that's as far as I understand and know, is pretty new. Like hip hop was so authentic and so good, I think, because people wrote their own shit. And like there was some intelligence and IQ and talent for it. You know, the shit that comes out now, it's 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 like blatant in your face and just shitty. But that being said, I think why it still remains very popular, it's produced really, really well. Like the beats that they're coming out with now, very few are are is what I would say, like are as good as what they used to be. Like the beats now are very, very good, but they are pretty formulaic. But it's it's kind of smart, right?
1: Because, I mean, like, like Diane Ward, for example, right? It never really been a household name. Kind of been more of like a underground rapper, him and his wife there, Yolandi. That's just his friend. His best friend that loves him. They have they have kids. They have kids together. Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, I didn't know that shit. Yes, yeah. you okay. should
1: see the conservative photos of them too, without like before the tattoos and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of creepy, but uh, but I mean, Ninja Dian Word or whatever. I mean, he he had like a like a small internet hit, but besides that, it's kind of been like a like a a smaller following for him, like a right? Grassroots following,
0: like, yeah. For sure. Like there's no machine behind him,
1: right? Whereas Eminem was huge. He's, he's a household name. Everybody's heard of Eminem, um, he, and he made it into the media so, uh, so many times uh, over so many years. So for Eminem to call out Diant Ward is almost more publicity for than Ward than it is Dianne Ward calling out Eminem. I mean, he, it's almost like, and like Gunnar said, it's almost like like maybe they are trying to take a professional wrestling angle at this they can make that older style rap popular again if they keep dissing back
0: and forth, but I I wonder if there's really a market for it. I think, um so what Eminem's, Eminem did come out with a statement yeah. where he said he was hoping that this album would stimulate artists to write their own stuff. Like, because he's made it so personal mm-hmm. and people feel the need to scramble, scramble and get something out right away before everything dies down. It is definitely for a lot of them a baptism by fire where it's kind of like you're in the limelight now. The, one of the most popular rappers of all time has put your name out. Everyone has heard it. Like It's time for you to respond. And some of them have and others just haven't. And I think the ones that can't do it, like this Tekashi69, mm-hmm. what a fuck boy. Holy shit. I know he's got a big following, big internet following, a lot of young kids. This dude is a fuck boy. He he tried to do some weird freestyle thing and he fucked up halfway through. He's a joke. He sucks. Um But some of the other ones, like this Machine Gun Kelly, I think his response was kind of shit, but he definitely wrote it himself at least. Right. And uh, I have I have respect for that. You know, I don't I don't think he's a good artist and never really liked him as an artist, but I, I respect that he at least he wrote his own shit, he wrote his own response and you know, he got pretty personal with Eminem significantly more personal than a lot of other people would be willing to. But I think uh, I don't like. It's weird. It's this weird thing. It's like the rock star paradox, right? Like right. you, you're hungry. You're you're you just want fame. You just want to make it. You want to be the best. Typically, the best artists come from shit, right? They come from shit backgrounds. In any form of or medium of entertainment, really, of anything, typically, um, they've been tempered by disappointment and shitty things. You know, but he was Eminem was super hungry when was coming out, and he was hit after hit after hit album, hit album after hit album. But what is it a rhyme about now? Like you're super rich now. You're literally one of the greatest of all time. You're in the you're in everyone's top Mm ten. He's in pretty much every anyone that knows anybody. Doctor Dr
2: Dr. Dre is more interested in merchandising sales now than you know. You know, is responsible is a responsible adult.
1: Well, yeah, because Dr. Dre realized that he could do the same thing as Apple and mark up hardware ten times its value and sell it. And, you know, good for him. I mean, it's nice to see people selling that stuff. Um, did you ever see the teardown of the headphones, the, the beats by Dre headphones? Yeah, they're so good.
2: Yeah. They're so garbage here. Yeah, it was
1: like it was like eleven dollars of hardware. And somebody bought the knockoff ones from China. That were actually like eleven dollars, and they took them They're apart.
2: Better drivers.
1: They had better speakers than the knockoff ones, and the Beats ones felt better because they had like like steel weights inside them.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go- going back, uh, actually, the-, the feud I was talking about was uh, Remy Ma and uh, Nicki Minaj.
0: Oh, okay. That actually, I'm not familiar with Remy Ma. So. Oh, come on, man. I know Young M- Young M- Young M- Young M- Young M- Young Ma. M- 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 excuse me, Jesus. Can't speak this morning. Um, no, I, I, it's this this thing though. Like when you you get to such a large place, and you get I, definitely it's an age thing too, right? Eminem's over. He's forty. He's he's forty something right now. I don't know what it is, but you it's like unless you're you've you've once you hit it, it's like you can't be right like that anymore that's
1: why i think it's strange because most musicians at this point in their career when they decide that they're going to release an album and they have it in a while they usually come back slightly different than the way they were because because the uh the industry's changed a little bit um one interesting thing that showed up on my news feed was that uh eminem um got upset when weird Al had covered one of his songs now of course this was back probably in the 90s I
0: i would imagine or the early aughts maybe
1: yeah, it was the um
0: uh, the Lose Yourself song. Um, oh, okay, that's actually, yeah, that would have been late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, Eight Mile was the album that that came out on. Probably yeah, mid
1: 2000s, maybe even. And Weird Al came out with a great. I mean, his parodies are terrific. Yeah, he came out with a great parody of it, and Eminem's like, "You're you're actually like he's like he's like I want you to take to remove this song because it's actually m- making me look worse." And the funny thing is, is that um, some uh, somebody wrote in this article that Weird Al has never damaged record sales. He actually like makes the original songs sell better.
0: I'll be honest with you, people. So Coolio, do you remember Coolio? Mm-hmm. Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. Um, he was he he was on that Dangerous Minds soundtrack where Gangster's Paradise. Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. And Weird Al did Amish Paradise. Uh-huh. Right. It was a huge huge hit. Coolio ruined his own career. Because instead of just saying, you know what, it's funny, he wants mm-hmm. to, you know, and, and Weird Al's people got all the legal rights to be able to use all that stuff. And they got the agreement to use it. And then after it came out and it was such a big hit, like, Julio felt, I don't know, he was like, oh, this is a serious song, this and that. And he made this giant, huge beef about it and, like, tried to beef with, like, Weird Al Yankovic. And it was like career suicide. It's like you want to fight the, the, the clown. Right. Don't fight the clown. Don't ever fight the clown. Don't fight the guy that's not serious about anything, because you look like you end up looking like a fool. Right. So I think like that's what happened with Coolio. Oh God, Coolio, Jeez. Gunner's Gunner pulling up a the picture of, of, of current Coolio. He, well, just shave it
2: during during his during his probate his probation hearing. Yeah,
0: his hair is
1: in these strange braids that almost look like deer antler coming up. It's off really bad.
0: Side. Just shave it, dude. Just go bald. But that's the thing. That's the sad thing about Coolio because what are you best known for? That stupid-ass hair. Not like how good of a lyricist or artist you were. Well, that you beefed with fucking... (laughs) Weird Al Yankovic will boost your record sales, but if you fuck with him, he won't even have to do anything. You'll just look so bad, he'll bury your career. (laughs) But I think with this Eminem thing, it's interesting. I listened to some of the tracks off the album. Technically, he's better than pretty much anybody that's out there. His content is okay it's just like he's a fat house cat now you know what i mean like and that's not like in a physical sense i'm speaking but you're well fed all the time there's you're just bored it seems you know save it for the young guys just what i would do if i were eminem now is i'd I'd look for a new talent but it's tough because he still loves it and he's still super talented that's the problem he's got all the flow he's got all the wordplay it's just for some reason <clears throat> and I'm older myself, but it's just not not resonating with me. It's not hitting as hard. You know what I mean? Is it? Is it used to? Did you
1: uh, Did you happen to listen to the album that Snoop Dogg released in the last year? No, he released a gospel album. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's. I don't. I really don't
0: Snoop care Lion. For it. Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion now. Yeah. He was. Is he Snoop Lion again now, or is he not that anymore? Is about to Snoop Dogg. Um. That's a good question, and I can't remember. But
1: like, it is like very very religious and that's what's interesting about it but he still is like jumping in on other people's songs and still you know he's still doing the rap thing i would have pictured eminem to either do something like like out of the ordinary like that or do the thing where he comes in on other rappers uh songs you know kind of be and it's actually the last few songs that i remember um from him that were radio hits he was kind of doing like a uh you know like a collab with other artists you know, he'd have like somebody singing the refrain or something like that, and
0: then he'd come in with the rap. It's just such a weird spot for him to be in, and I, I can't relate. I've never even come close to any type of, uh, you know, success like that. But I don't know where he goes from here. Like, Bible of Love. It's like, well, where do they Bible always of love, go? Yeah. Like, where do they always go? They always go to. They just tour, right? Like Ozzy's just finished up here in Syracuse. Then no more tours, too. <laughs> tour. Right, and he's going to continue to tour, just not worldwide. He's going to do local tours or whatever. But you just play your old songs, and but maybe hip hop can't be like that because it's still such a new art form. And comparatively speaking, when you're talking to like about rock and any other really art form, hip hop is the newest. Hip hop's still the baby, and I just don't think um, I don't think you can continue to make and churn out new music in your 40s and 50s, you know? Like, I think you're respected as a legend. and But I, but at the same time, you know, if his mind is still sharp enough and he still feels he has stuff to put out there, I can't blame him for putting stuff out there. It's just it doesn't pop as much as it used to.
1: Or you take, like, a Jurassic 5 perspective, right, and you kind of switch your lyrics and have them more about um, –
0: you know, more about life in general. That's Less what revival, about dissing that's what, people. That's what revival was about, though. Revival was, like, all about, like, oh, learning man. lessons, becoming oh, a better human, like, his community.
2: Like you were.
0: But, like, and it flopped. I mean, it did right. really, really bad. Right. I don't know. When I heard him say,
1: staring out the window, I guess that's why they call it windowpane, I lost a lot of respect for him. That is single-handedly one of the worst things lyrical lines I've ever heard
0: oh, I don't know it's not terrible I've heard worse than that <laughs> I've heard a lot worse than that specifically lately I've heard a lot worse than that but I thought you were knocking I'm sorry
2: I'm a lot like you <laughs> but it's
0: it was I found it interesting and it's kind of a little social experiment he's getting a lot of he's getting the press he's getting the press and he's getting a lot of respect from like quote unquote respectable outlets and respectable people in like the hip hop community. Right. So maybe it'll be a success. Maybe this will change some things around. Maybe this will change, you know, the the landscape. Um, we'll see how it is, because he does have close ties to some of the people like I know he's been linked to romantically to Nicki Minaj, who's like a very close friend of Drake's. So they must at least run in the similar circles. I do wonder he calls out Drake quite a bit. But I don't think Drake has the stones to go against him, To be it's,
1: honest with you, it's funny because I'm looking at the the headlines right for his uh, his Kamikaze album and uh, the Guardian, and he says it says the Eminem breaks his 36 year old UK chart record for most consecutive number one albums. Um, Billboard, um, you know, has has a kind of a, a line defending him. Um, Forbes has almost like something glorifying him. BBC. Is it time for Eminem to quit? <laughs> yeah, just funny how the uh, how the uh, the American uh, news outlets p- predominantly a positive spin on him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. I guess we'll have to wait and see how the how the saga of this comes out. I mean, frankly, it's, people are still scrambling to try and get responses out. Some have gotten responses out, some of which were okay, but very few have yet to respond it's there was it's funny because about six months to a year ago there was there were several videos about how no one ever why nobody ever or very few ever dissed diss eminem in a rap track and the fact is because they were like like MCs are literally afraid to diss him because he's so good because that's how he came up like he came up freestyling and in rap battles in Detroit right like you had to be quick 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 and I mean he does research on people uh I the I don't know I would never want to get a rap battle with anyone because I can't do it but Eminem would probably be the last dude that I would ever want to do it against
1: I don't know he said nobody listens to techno to Moby but I still hear that fucking techno playing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like rap is turned into techno
2: well it, it, yeah, it's always like because it's also like maybe the, maybe the trick is like you got to rap about old shit when you're young, so that you like you don't you like you fucking you, you like you fucking get in you get into it so that like you don't have to be. You know, like you've already kind of settled into that groove because you know, like I'm, I'm making that Neil, I'm making that 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 uh. You know Neil Young joke, but I mean maybe that maybe that's the trick because you know like it, it there's such a flippancy and fucking you know Kesha we all die young kind of focus on fucking pop music in general and it's like you being pop rap use I mean rap was always kind of funny but I mean like and it's changed over time but a lot of it is just fucking burn the nut you know. I'm gonna, the 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 light that burns twice as fat you know twice as bright burns twice as fast kind of thing. Too. Kesha
1: rebranded too.
2: Yeah, yeah actually, she, kind of she impressively. Had, she had to because like fucking mm. <laughs> <'cause laughs> she, she's not young anymore. She got she well that and she got the CM Punk like fucking the business deliberately tried to destroy my fucking career thing going on. So. I
0: gotta say, um, I had very I had like zero respect for Kesha as an artist, um. But, like, this this song that she came out with, I don't know if it was last year or earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year. Like, I'm pretty sure she wrote that shit, and I know she's saying that shit, and, and it, it was... Uh, you're not the first person I've heard say this, either. I'm, I'm, dude, I, I kind of turned the tables on me. I was kind of like, there's some soul here, some thought here, and you do wonder because you hear stories about lady gaga when first, she first came out how like she felt pressured to do right you know to be the sex symbol and, well, like, and do all that, that for lady gaga was not supposed to be lady gaga
2: like they had already they had already picked somebody else to be that that persona and i can't you really see then this is the terrible thing is that we don't even talk about her fucking real name but there was a there was another pop star at the time or there was another person coming up from like the club scene that was supposed to have been Lady Gaga, and basically w- got wiped out, or you know, she died. And uh, actually, we gotta go to fucking. What I like time.
1: about Gaga is that she, um, like you said, Wade, her her music styles kind of changed. She's kind of she's now doing stuff that I think is closer to what she wanted to do.
2: Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanato.
1: But um, she she's actually a, a good actress. Like I watched her in the American Horror Story uh, mm-hmm. series. And she's actually a good actress. So she kind of, I don't know, maybe I always think of Madonna when I think of her. Because when when we were younger, Madonna kind of crossed over into acting, although not, her acting wasn't always taken seriously. Um, or it wasn't good, I should say. Her acting wasn't always good. But I think Lady Gaga um, actually does a really good job as an actress. And for her to still make hits after hits while also being on, Hit TV shows is is pretty impressive from an artist's
0: perspective. I think, like with Gaga, what you're seeing is kind of what's happening to and a uh, Eminem a little bit even. Her stuff that she's putting out, she's she's not really her music is not as not as prolific and isn't resonating as as well as it did. And I I I just think that's like it's just it's bound to happen when right. people when you start to age. And I think it's an age thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what music is about, right? It's about I think a lot of it is about uh Jesus virility almost mm-hmm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's it's about youth and emotion and the like raw emotion and and capturing a moment and no one wants to fucking capture a moment when you're like 50 years old and you're right. fucked up with all these medical issues trust me I know
2: Well um <laughs> it, it, it's it's also I mean like if you want to get into you want to get into jungian psychology and stuff like that too there's i mean like the the concept of the modern pop star is something that's actually relatively recent um because of just the advent of mass media and all that stuff but um it it, it has some very significant historical background and it's you know whether 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 you say it's the chicken or the egg thing there's a certain there's a certain um pseudo-old-world religious context that kind of comes into it, which is that, like, you're fucking, you know, I mean, like, Madonna didn't quite have the background that uh, Stephanie there does, because, like, Stephanie actually did the whole, like, fucking classical music, like, the actual legit, like, New York Academy. Right. That education, but...
1: When you say Stephanie, you're talking about Gaga by her first name, right?
2: You know, like, but even that, it's like you assume a persona. It's, there's a... There's kind of like an old, almost like ritual magic thing about it. Like you know, you're 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 becoming you're a virgin, you, right? Like you, this well, kind even, of even that you're becoming you're becoming you're becoming an abstract personification of this idea. You know, you talk about youth, you know, but and that's like kind of like where Madonna's weird because Madonna has visibly aged and still kind of held on to this fucking Yeah, but in
0: fairness, like, she's visibly aged, but she's got to be pushing 70, and she probably looks like she's 50. Yeah. Like, she's not really aged.
2: She's she's tickling her
0: 60s, but, yeah, I mean, like, it's... She's got to be in her 60s.
2: We're fucking making she was like in her twenties. Yeah, but we have the fucking internet, and nothing <laughs> that fucking matters. But no, but in but, the, but Wade's in
1: point. Wade's point is is still stands correct for for a musician, <clears throat> like like male musicians that I are in their sixties. This year, right, she's male musicians 60. that are in their sixties usually look like they're eighty, mm-hmm. right? Because they've just been worn down. Whether it's the touring or whether it's the drugs or the lack of sleep, they usually look look much older than they are. But yeah, she looks good for her age. I think mean, like Madonna looks like. If but you told no, me
2: she, she was like 47, 46, I'd she, say okay. she's also she's also had a lot of help. But that that right. No, but this is also like there's this there's this idea because it it kind of goes back to that um I mean like you know it, w- whether whether you believe in any of that stuff it's kind it, it's just, it's the 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 the, the symbolism's kind of hardwired into your brain. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's why it's so successful, I think. It's because it's 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 literally music is like youth, like no one wants to. I I don't want to hear music. I want to hear, you know, music that's that's raw, full of emotion, captures a moment. I don't want to hear about fucking. Like, this is why I fucking hate country music because mm. I could care less about your shitty relationship or you know your fucking huh, plow the field, farm, live in a truck talk about my day to day shit. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I don't want to hear about it. There's no edge to it. Well, I'm not
2: interested. Well, in you it. know, and and but even going back, that's also like why you hear so many fucking like people losing their fucking losing their fucking shit, going crazy things. And, and besides all the, you know, besides all the drugs and stuff like that, but it's just it it's, it's 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 like Heath Ledger being the Joker, you know. It's 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 really a method acting kind of thing. And sometimes you lose yourself in that fucking character, this like character that you've constructed. I mean, you know, fucking Word. I mean, like you know that that's that's a wrestle that's a wrestling gimmick. I mean, like it's it's real as much as anything is. But they they performed as somebody else at one point, and then they came back. You know, they came back yeah. as Ninja and Yolanda. Yeah,
1: Di- Word is a very strange phenomenon to well, me it's, because it's,
2: it's a performance art piece too,
1: right? It is completely a performance art piece. Yeah, I mean, he has. Um, What's the tattoo that he's got? Like on his forehead or on his neck? Uh, pretty it's the wise. Gun, is is, is pretty it the gun wise. on his neck or yeah. something or oh, on the front of his neck? Yeah, but. pretty wise is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, he's just—he's permanently covered in these tattoos. These tattoos are part of a what I believe to be like a caricature that he built just for performing. But it's with him forever. He will never there, there will never be a point in his life where he won't be ninja. Um, you know the lead rapper for for word it, It's an interesting dedication that he's taken to his career, and and he's done some weird things like um what's that what's that disease where you look way older than you are? Progeria. Progeria. He one of the guys on on one of his was first uh, I'll guess I'll say hits. He had a guy with he had. Like they're, like a they're, man they're, with progeria in the video.
2: They're back MC the MC or was it MC or the freaking yeah. So
1: so in his songs he's constantly calling out an MC that doesn't exist. His name is DJ High Tech. He probably exists as a real person, but in the video he just pans to a random person whenever he shouts in a video. And yes, in the first video, whenever he said DJ High Tech, they would pan to this guy with progeria, and of course he looks like this little old man, and he's probably not that old. Um, that guy that guy in that video died, yes. right? Because that's one of those what is is it genetic?
2: It yes, it's a it's a g- genetic abnormality, but effectively your ear cell death you hit apoptosis like way early so you don't like you, you skip the whole fucking adult growth phase, but you, you basically as soon as you're born you have hit your half-life limit and you're you just start like aging in fucking like Benjamin Button style
1: but it's such an interesting choice because what it does is it adds this strange scariness and creepiness to the video and when it's the first time that you've heard this artist and they keep panning to this guy who they're branding as a DJ and the DJ has this this genetic disorder that is a level of dedication that is very very interesting to me so yeah I don't know Diane Ward's an interesting one
0: yeah I mean it's some artists, I, I don't know. I guess that's how you identify the talent, right? Who's still, who's still relevant? Who can remain somewhat relevant and like respectable? You know, I don't mean to bag on country. If it, maybe that was kind of harsh because there are there is some good country. I'm not saying all country's bad. It c- country, I
2: mean, like that's been a long-standing fucking dispute. You know, like fight in that whole scene because country mu- country music is dead. We have po- we have. Pop country. Yeah,
0: pop country, it's really bad. Like, I really don't like it. I mean, you know, you, you,
2: you can argue, like, there's some connotations of, like, a country, country comes from a kind of a fucking awkward, rough place anyways, but, yeah, I mean, like, that was Johnny Cash and all that crew that got fucking ran out of Nashville and basically said, fuck you, we'll do our own thing anyway. See, and
0: I feel like Johnny Cash is closer to rock and roll than country, but I do recognize that it is country, but... That's the that if there's a brand you know, of Chris, country that I could Chris, Chris, get behind, you know, I could but get behind yeah, that.
2: You know, like that Chris Christopherson, freaking. Um, why is my brain fart? Uh, Lou Reed or not Lou Reed? Um, dude, dude from spooky and the Bandit, the truck driver. Yeah, I
1: have no idea.
2: Oh come on, there. You know, like Waylon Jennings. That 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 that. Whole Doesn't Lou crew. Reed
1: sing like on the Wild Side or that's something? What, like
2: that's what. That's why I'm saying not Lou Reed, do, but it's, do, it's 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 do, it's Lou. Do, 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 do.
0: I think share a birthday with that guy. Um, Jerry
2: but, Reed. That's right. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. We we went to
1: school with a guy with the same name. So that LaWade and I are like
0: giggling when you say that. Shout out to Jerry Reed. He's sure. probably listens to this. Shout out, Jerry. I hope that you do listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't we seen you in a while. Well, sorry, sorry for you using you your
1: by name, Jerry. Yeah, sorry. Well we, well, we might have you on as a guest one day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, shaking his head, no. No. Sorry, Jerry, we Sorry. probably won't. Probably not. Um, maybe we should move on to a new topic. <laughs> yeah, let's move I on to like a new topic. I feel have bagged down enough uh, a country. Um, let us talk now about Tesla and Elon Musk. So so their stocks are dropping, I here Light Yeah, it, so your boy Muskie went on it's the Joe out. Rogan podcast, which I'm a huge fan of, uh, talked about a bunch of stuff. I actually, I have not yet had an opportunity to listen to it yet. It's a little over two hours long and I just, it's been busy this week, but I do know that, uh, he smoked up with Joe. He he smoked a joint with Joe and, um, shortly after two high level executives left the company and the, the stock dropped by 6%. So, uh, my question is, did it drop because of the weed smoking Did those executives leave because of, was this like the last straw for them Um, as far as the publicity and maybe a lack thereof caring about what the public opinion is? And I mean, is this possibly older investors? Is this like a slight on weed or did the weed really not have anything to do with it? And it's just kind of a perfect storm lining up. See, I would really like to listen to the podcast because
1: Joe Rogan, I really love his format. He is a great interviewer. It's an open format, so they can change topics as they want to. The thing about Joe is sometimes when he smokes, he just repeats the same things that he does on the other podcasts. So sometimes I don't like listening to him when he's high. Um, But I have a feeling that the Elon Musk podcast, he's going to cover a lot of really nice topics. He also has a way of getting information out of people.
2: It's a very weird pacing because, one, um, Joe is high as fuck. And two, he's kind of like um. He was kind of doing the fan like the fanboy thing. And oh, you listened to the episode? Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, because you know I had I had to are the fucking yeah, I need to I,
1: as well. I just need three hours of my life to set aside for it.
2: Well, and and the problem is that having a conversation with Elon is like me on the podcast. So there's a lot of fucking verbal pauses while you're trying to catch your thoughts up. Yes, and. It, it like they, they jumped out and it's like i know we like it's funny because it's effectively it's effectively one of our episodes except with more scotch and 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 fucking light up oh they're drinking too yeah they're he, he like you know but it, it's it's funny because and again it's funny because elon has the same problem i do which is that if it's not edible i will not fucking feel i will not fucking feel it when i when i when i do that stuff so what's interesting
1: is um they, the the media was like okay hey you you smoke what's your company's policy on smoking cuz they're trying to make him look like a hypocrite yeah. and did you He's see like, what he no, came he back? No he says with?
2: like is 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 listen as long as you're not fucked up during work hours and right. it's a minimal trace amount and it's like why why do i care?
0: Right. Which i think is I'm young I'm I'm not young by any means i mean close to 40 but I think that is kind of the trending mindset yeah. of the country, you know. Well, like,
2: and any oh yeah, as I fucking walk over you like an asshole. No, go ahead, it's Um
0: because well, because actually, his, his
2: the, the the statement that he made during the podcast was is that like I don't have a problem with it. It's just I don't personally do it on a regular basis because I don't feel like it's I'm, I'm at my most fucking. Pro- I don't feel like I'm at my most productive.
0: Right. He made that comment like that's why they call it stoned, right? Because you just yeah. sit like a stone in the grass. Which I, you know, I. I can completely understand and I'm with I don't prescribe to it myself, but I don't think it's uh I don't know if this is a weed thing, then it's clearly just the people with the money that have invested. But I don't think that's it. I don't uh, think that's why the stocks are there's hit. there's
2: there's there's a there's a couple of conflating circumstances, which is that one, um the 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 professional trading class the professional investor class has been trying to fucking Dick with him for a while because that stock gained enormous value relatively quickly.
0: Well, it's trading at like $420 plus a share, I'm pretty sure. 426 or something like that. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it's before or after the drop,
2: but. You know, and, and again, there's the whole. Uh, yeah, this would be fucking sidetrack. But, um, you know, but Tesla, Tesla has the same problem that any. Like, actually, so right now it is trading at two hundred and sixty three twenty four. It has dropped seventeen point seven one, or six point three three percent. Oh my bad, I thought it was more than that. Well, anyways, holy shit!
1: But but isn't that a good time to buy?
2: Well, but but, I think so. Absolutely. So there, 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 there's, there's two parallel things going on here you know, which is that Tesla has legitimate business issues. Because of all the problems they've had getting the Model Three, you know, like the scaling up their production system, and part of that is
1: yeah, but he's corrected most of the production issues. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, He says he's meeting his production goals.
2: Well, but you know, but that's also like you change your goals, but uh, you know. I mean, the stock market's an emotion,
1: right, Gunner? And and now I get now I'm talking over you, but isn't this because he called a guy a pedophile, right? He called. He called like like a diver, a pedophile, for no reason. Um, he 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 shifted some of his resources of his staff to build a submarine for that um, for the, the the boys that were trapped in that cave mm-hmm. that didn't fit. Isn't a lot of this the emotional reaction of the stock market to him as an individual because he's the leader?
2: Well, some of that is. Some of it is that that's reta- I, I think that there's some retaliatory trading as well because of that fucking whole thing where it's like, I'm just going to take the fucking thing private. But and that, and that, th- th- that Oh,
1: so you're thinking, because, yeah, because that boosted the stocks, right? When he said he was going to go private, the stocks shot up, didn't they? Yeah, well, it, but there's... So you think maybe is, it's coming down naturally? There,
2: there, there, there is you know not not conspiracy wise, but the problem is is that um, investment in general has become such a crapshoot and it's such a bunch of bullshit because you have people deliberately dicking with you know de- deliberately dicking with values for the sake of shorting and 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 longing positions. Yeah, of course. And. It's, you have you have this thing where um, Elon has for the most part not decided to play along to, to, to play along with that that game. So you, you know there's there's a certain hyperbole like you know the execs that left. I mean if you, you you talk to them or if you read if you read between the lines in those interviews, part of it too is that like most companies are not celebrity positions. Yeah, that's I mean, true, well, that's, but that these people, you know like, like, you know, like you don't fucking, you don't fucking, you're not interested in what Bill Ford Jr. is doing on his fucking, uh, uh, on his latest fucking adventure. But, but also, that's
0: like the thing, right? Like in business, as far as how, what we've seen for the past 30, 40 years, you didn't have these, <clears throat> you didn't have individuals. It was pretty much stay the course be consistent consistently gain consistently grow slowly time you know quarter after quarter year after year but you have a lightning rod like elon musk who let's face it without his genius without his kind of wacky tendencies he probably wouldn't be elon musk and he probably you probably wouldn't have the the kind of the ingenuity that that tesla has yeah he
1: he comes with the ingenuity but he also comes with this batshit insane behavior right and and whether or not it's Really, that insane? I'm not sure, but like, the, the man manufactured and sold a flamethrower. They talked about that. It was the first yeah. thing they opened yes. on the podcast. Yeah. I,
0: I heard like the first fifteen minutes he, of he it. He launched
1: but, a fucking car into outer
2: space. Well, you know, but you have to, you have to, you have to understand part of this too. Is that like maybe this is, he's, he's one of the first one of us. In our generation, to kind of like fucking j- like join that crew, and half of this is just fucking trolling. Maybe to, Gunner, to, 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 to 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 dick to dick with.
0: But you compared him to Tony Stark on our first podcast, yes. Gunner.
2: And Tony Stark <laughs> is an insufferable asshole. interesting
0: because now that eli Musk under the crosshair, now Gunner wants to like be his champion. He does, yeah. Gunner like, wanted to shit out of him. Yeah, first. Gunner's like, no, he's not
1: Tony Stark. He's just a great guy.
2: No, no, no. He's, Tony <laughs> he's Stark is a total insufferable asshole. So. You know, it, it's there are no heroes. Crack the, Santa's unite. Crack Santa's unite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, but the, pro- the problem is, is that um, Elon Musk is a horribly flawed and messed up human being, like we all are. Who right. also decided that it, you know, it was also kind of in a position, and decided that he he was in a, he was he was somewhat there. To kind of like, I'm gonna deal with i ex- am I'm gonna try and deal with existential threats to the human race, you know. And that's, just, you know, it's it's that it's that lizard people problem. It's like when you start thinking about like, I'm legitimately in a position that like I could pro I could I could possibly make this better if I fucking work on something. It does it does it does shit to you. It's, it's like it's 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 the planetary equivalent of like, how the fuck am I gonna get my kids braces?
1: Isn't it interesting though that we have two figureheads in the United States? One of them is the leader of the free world, mm-hmm. and he's largely perceived as a buffoon, yes. right? He's illustrated as one, and people talk about him like he's not very intelligent. And he's constantly making posts that, that kind of reinforce that argument, <laughs> whether or not he is. I, um, You know, everybody has their opinions on our president. However, on the other side of the fence, you have another guy that still doesn't have a filter, right? He calls a fucking military diver a pedophile for no reason at all, like no, and then he's he's smoking weed, he's launching cars, making flamethrowers, um, and then we never got to the point. But um, somebody else brought it up. So one of the episodes we had, I don't know if it was uh, last one or the one before, Gunnar wanted to bring up how insecure all of these Tesla vehicles were. Somebody else actually came to me with that story, Gunnar. So it's pretty well known. Like yeah. the security industry is like, this is how not to run a car company if you want to keep your cars and your uh, and your data secure. What what was the problem with the? Because uh, shouldn't that be a good reason to talk about his stock prices too? The fact that he can't secure his fucking cars.
2: Well, you know, and again, so the the, the gist is is that um, almost all of the 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 heavy compute on the cars themselves are done. Server side back at whatever their fucking data center, and it's one of these things where it was like, the problem was is that it's the Silicon it's that Silicon Valley thing where we fucking get something up. It's the you know like we we build a system once, and we never think of how we're actually we get it up and running, and we never think about how we're actually going to fucking scale it.
1: But but let's talk about this the, the, like the, logistically. The, 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 when you the, say
2: the compute of the
1: car is done in the cloud, explain to somebody that doesn't know what that means. What that actually means to the vehicle and to the to the person that's inside. So it. So
2: you have you have the 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 Tesla so uh, the big thing with the Tesla is the Tesla is not you know the te- so like Fiat Chrysler had its own issues where they came out that the car's uh, infotainment slash navigation system was mm-hmm. talking on the can bus directly to the engine ma- on the same can bus network as the engine management system mm-hmm. and you could hack the car so that you could send throttle commands. But the thing is, it's still, the, the ECU is a separate module from that infotainment system. And a Tesla, the Tesla is actually all controlled by this um, NVIDIA Tegra smart board, because mm-hmm. that's also running, I mean like, you know, you have some hard real-time processors hanging off of it, but that's what's running l- like auto, you know, the, the driver aid system and stuff like that, and that's also, you have an interface that comes back to the user that talks back. Basically, you send commands to it, like your, you know, like you, your climate control, that kind of stuff. because They have the giant LCD dash, mm-hmm. um, but the way that the way that they do updates to that is that they push that they push that directly from the central server, mm-hmm. or. Um, they're keeping informatics, you know, like, the, like when they do the, the diagnostics to say, hey, I want to see what the status on your battery is and stuff like that. Or are we seeing weird temperature irregularities in the motor, you know, like the motor drivers or something like that. So, so I, I want to simplify this a little bit sorry, so you can sorry. help me understand. No, yeah. you're fine.
1: You're fine. Um, so something people are very familiar with that falls into a similar space is Siri and, you know, the OK Google and stuff like yep. that, right? So if, if I want to ask Siri for something, There's two options, right? If I don't have an internet connection, Siri can try its hardest to figure out what I'm saying. And it's only some very commonly said phrases like call um, this person and stuff like that. So if I say call Wade, Siri will just call Wade because Siri knows what the word call is. However, if I'm actually dictating a novel, right, now all of a sudden it's got to get what I'm saying and try to apply grammatical rules to it try to match grammatical patterns, and then the sentence actually will start fixing itself as it gets longer and longer, right? And that's cloud. Yeah. So you have the stuff that's processing directly on the phone itself, and then you have the stuff that's out-processing on the cloud. Now, naturally, we would have to have a similar problem with a car, right? Where the car itself can figure out some of its problems on its own and some of its problems it has to go out to the cloud for. So when you say that it's that it's sending all of its stuff out to to the cloud for compute, I, to what level are we talking about? Are you talking about the live imagery around it? Because that seems like no,
2: like no, it would be crashing it. No, everything. no. So it it, it you, uh, basically it's car informatics. So you know like you're you, you, like changing so, the so temperature. You, you, well, you, really it's it's like how if you go on to if I had to do rough, so like how you have your search history. On Google, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, or like if you're looking at Verizon, like here's, I don't I don't see the content of your calls, but I can see the history of like when you can when you connected, what the duration was, what kind of device issued that original request, that kind of thing. Um, but the other thing is, is that Tesla does remote updates mm-hmm. to the cars themselves, um, and where the concern was is that w- you know where the concern is is that the they're using they're using a framework like actually it's funny cuz like the, the ECUs and stuff get flashed by up like a series of python scripts at the factory and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um how they do it is that they're using a a, a piece of software called uh, OpenVPN. okay that that what, that's how they it, but the thing is is that that you know so they have an ssl certificate but they have the ssl certificate stored you know their single signed one mm-hmm. stored On an unencrypted compact flash card that is accessible to the user. So if you just pull your dashboard out and pull the compact flash card out of it, you have root access. You know, as long as you know the IP. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that yes, you can you can request. You know, depending on how it's done, you can request the IP of another Tesla car, and you know the fucking SSL certificate you need to spoof. Right. Right. So
1: so now when you're talking about spoofing now this is something that that does happen it doesn't happen that doesn't happen as much as people talk about it but it does happen right and um i remember um i remember years ago ibm had this issue where they they shipped some some i wasn't ibm i'm sorry it was lenovo um they owned the thinkpad now so that's why i thought ibm they shipped some nanny software with their laptops and the nanny software spied on all your web traffic to let you know if it was a safe website. The problem was is that they shipped a certificate that was valid for every website on the planet. So it was wildcard, you could pretend to be Google, you could pretend to be Gmail. And it made sense because if it was going to snoop on everything, then then it needed to be trusted as if it could be all of those websites. The problem was That software vendor at the time, their their name was Superfish, I believe, and that that software vendor shipped the exact same certificate with all of its installs, which meant if you were at an internet cafe and you got somebody to connect to your hotspot, right? Let's say you're at Starbucks. All you got to do is create a hotspot on your phone or on your laptop called Starbucks free or something like that, or Starbucks faster, something that would entice them to use yours. If you installed that certificate, you could spy on all their traffic because they thought it was a trusted certificate, right? Because you owned the same exact certificate that was already on their computer. You knew the password to it just by, I think they just ran the the, the, the code through um, through like a you know they ran the program through a code generator in order to get the in order to get the they call it a private key but are you saying that a similar problem exists and if it does how do like how I many how do these teslas connect back will they connect to a starbucks if they're within range i they're, mean do they they're, connect they're to open for, wi-fi look,
2: they're, well you have to
1: specify. they're looking for wi-fi or 4g lte so they will connect to wi-fi yes. and do they use because like google's got this one where they call it trusted wi-fi and google does it's a similar thing where they open a vpn connection for you but they'll only do it at locations that are considered trusted and this is the part that i don't get how do they know what a trusted location is how do they know? Like, is it because based on the public IP address that they're seeing, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? This is Starbucks. We know the IP addresses that Starbucks uses. We're not going to connect to Wade's hotspot that he set up on his yeah, laptop." Yeah, is there,
0: like a registry or directory. Well,
1: no, because can...
2: like, the other thing is, is that is it, is it any of them that use that fucking first part, like the proxy stuff? Like you go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, and they have the, they have the third party intermediary that mm-hmm. says like you're, you're you're actually using a gateway. Yeah, those have their own SSL certificate. Right.
1: Right, so like I mean, and, and that's but that's really what you're describing, right, Gunner? You're describing somebody can pretend to be a Wi-Fi, and then when they ask for the download image for their car, you send them a virus, right? That's really mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Yeah, you, it's, it's called a man in the middle attack because you're right in the middle of their internet traffic, and you get to change it on the way down, just like this nanny software would do. And that's really what we're describing. So right? ultimately,
0: what are we talking about as far as? what could potentially happen and what's actually happened with this issue well
2: what potentially happens is that somebody jacks your freaking car well I mean, like a, a Tesla a Tesla in a very real sense is the most susceptible to freaking yeah, because I'm you autopilot. actually you literally, you literally have autopilot like mm-hmm. you, or you feel, you know like I mean it, and, and
1: go back and tell, tell us about the example that you first started off with. What was the car manufacturer where they were able to hack into the bus uh, you were talking Fiat, about? Fiat Chrysler. Fiat Chrysler. And I remember this news article, right? They did a proof of concept, right? It wasn't an attack, right? Yeah, it was, was like just a white hat hack. But, you're, you're,
2: you're, but yes, the guy, the guy actually was fucking with the throttle, the throttle and the the, so, the brakes. Side by side
1: was able to hack into the car next to him and change the throttle and the brakes. Really? Really? Yes, this okay, was a proof of concept. Somebody was able to do it, and it, they call it white hat hacking because you're doing it out of the good of humanity. Right, black, black hat is yeah, when you're just so going and stealing people's shit dead. and selling it. Yeah, <laughs> you sell it to the Russians well, and make a profit. I,
2: you know, and again, it's part of this too. Is that like, you know, we we argue about these standards and stuff like that, and it's funny because people, you know. Cars are terrifying because they're just as complicated. Now they're just as complicated as aircraft. And they're made by the fucking lowest. They're made by the lowest fucking bidders that they can find. Like, they'll bankrupt their suppliers trying to fucking do this stuff. But, I mean, you know, and again, like, you you get in the scale of this. Like, I think we took, like, a couple podcasts back, I got off on a FADEC tangent. But there was that dude who got fucking prosecuted because he fucking hacked. He supposedly hacked an airliner. Because it's the proof, you know, because what what... They've been doing now is that all of the planes' in-flight entertainment systems have gone to Ethernet. But the thing is, is that e- you know, like cabling is just another. You know, like you're trying to minimize the weight on an aircraft. So the same physical and switching layer on the network side is also what they're running the fucking CAN bus and fire, You know, like the fire the the control systems for the plane itself, or you're sending issues to the FADEC units out on the plane. You're like they're on the they're on the same electrical bus. So the so supposedly this dude managed to freaking get find the network hookup underneath his seat on the fucking plane. Hop, pop his laptop in, pull the console up, and he started sending fucking commands to the Fadec units on the plane while it was in flight. And you could see like it fucking it was going off course because he had the, the he sent a command to the plane the, the plane engine to throttle up so it turned and ...hid that from the pilot. So the pilot, the, the FADEC unit's reporting that everything's normal, but the plane is fucking turning
0: because he's got the throttle fucking up on it. This sounds a little crazy to me. Like, it sounds a little too... I'm, I'm uh, by no means questioning the validity of this story, but my, what I'm questioning is, like, who is this fucking guy... And how does he have access to a terminal underneath his seat? No, it's it's because it's it's part of it's part
2: of the inflate entertainment system. You have a fucking. You have a fucking unit hanging off the back of your seat.
0: That it's like where you go pick your movie, your music, all that stuff. It's yeah, got a this guy's immediacy. going further now. Like so, he found a port, but now he's plugging in and sending so, fucking commands so to an
1: airplane he's on. So I can't speak to the the technology that a plane uses, but I have dealt with this CAN technology that Gunner's talking about, and the CAN technology is it's the same technology that they use in industry automation. So if you have a conveyor belt or something like that, they use CAN, and the reason that they use it is because the specification allows the wires to not be susceptible to, um, to electro- uh, electromagnetic interference very easily. Normally the, the wires you'd use for data communication, you can pretty much um, screw up the, uh, the attenuation, the signal strength, um, the actual packets uh, very easily by putting something next to it that would interfere, whether it's um, you know something that's generating a magnetic field. Or, or other wires, right? Because the, the, the signal the signal from one wire can influence the other wire. Yeah,
0: the noise from the electrical noise.
1: CAN is a very low bandwidth technology. And um, I, I know it because in the IT industry, I actually used to use it um, for a, uh, uh, a garment system, right? Where people would put their garments to be washed. And it would go around, um, and they would be stored, and then they would be returned. And it was, it, the CAN was, was, was talking to all of the motors... The doors the switches the thing to remember about can is that it's as low as it gets it is you could almost read it as english that's how simple of a technology it is. So now I don't know that much about airplanes, but what I do know is that most airplane technology has been stuck in like the seventies and eighties, right, Gunner? Yeah. Or maybe even earlier than that. It's a very, very it's, basic it, technology. Well, it, because it takes it takes, works, it takes and it works a long well. it takes
2: a long time to qual basically you have to mathematically prove that it's
1: statistically safer, right? Yes. So this CAN bus, I don't know how the guy got physical access to it. It sounds Gunnar's making it sound like like they made a mistake And allowed you to tap into it through the plugs that they were using for in-flight entertainment. But once you get a plug to that, Wade, you could talk to it using, like, a handful of software that's been around for 30 years. That's
0: insane to me. What I'm questioning is, like, I guess, why did this guy do this is my question. And why would he not, like, unless he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing, why would he put all those people at risk? When he could have easily just gone to the airline and said, Look "Well, no, I because the pro- the, yeah, prob- the problem the problem is her is her. that
2: there was there was there were multiple attempts to like this has been a thing that's been discussed for a while, and the problem is is that it's kind of like the fucking so Boeing has a plane called a seven thirty seven. I say fuck it. So there was a, there there was a known issue that effectively Boeing had a manufacturing defect in, in part of their fleet. Where if you put t- if you put too hard an a, a, a input into uh, a, a rudder command, so basically you just like stomped it hard left uh, in like thirty percent of its flight envelope, you actually ran the risk of fucking shearing the fucking screw jack off and losing the rudder, and like they had multiple know, fatali- like they had multiple crashes because of this issue, and. Uh, they couldn't fix it at the time, so basically the, the the FAA allowed them to continue operating it, saying "do not put, do not do severe rudder input." Meanwhile, it's like you're fucking coming into like a super crosswind at an airport, and it's like I'm giving it fucking. And I remember hard. you
1: discussing this problem the last time we talked about planes, um, but it's still I don't and, and so and the, I don't mean to argue with you about this, I actually, but I don't I think I you're spo- answering Wade's question. Okay, no, so I'm, pulling, I'm is, pulling.
2: So you're saying you're saying so the, the the gist is is that this was a this was a discussed topic. For a while. And the industry basically said, This is fucking impossible. I don't understand. I I, I don't believe you. And meanwhile, uh, what's his face here? Uh, Chris Roberts... Uh, actually, yes, he got off on the United Airlines flight in Syracuse. Robert says, by attorney, that his only interest has been to improve aircraft. Security. Syracuse, yeah, this motherfucker right. got off in Syracuse. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, so, twenty yeah, minutes a cyber from our podcast, consultant
2: told the FBI he hacked into computer systems aboard airliners up to twenty times and managed to control an aircraft engine during a flight, Holy according shit. to federal court documents. Well, no, but the thing is, is that after the fact, like Homeland Security, fucking get it, and like guys were fucking hacking the seven like guys were hacking planes on the ground. Like they, they, you know, like it, it seems like a them, better be the, place to do it. But, 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 well, no. But the thing was, is that you know, and again, like if you, if you, he, he worked on flight control systems, so like you, you know, maybe that's a little unfair, but it. It's, <laughs> you know, you feel, I mean, like it's it's pretty well documented, but it, 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 yeah. So, does it, so, he, it, so,
1: so, so to, to answer your question, Wade, he knew more than the average person would have known about the plane, which helps because when I say those messages are coming across like in English. They're coming across as if English was computer code, right? right? They're about as basic as they could be. So, so you'll see, um, you'll see a value go from zero to five, and you know that you increased something, you, you know, or to minus five or something like that. You still need to know the data channel and what type of equipment on the plane that it's talking to. Um, so, it's it's a little bit more complex than I make it sound. But CAN's been around for so long, and like, like if you think about. Um, Uh, people reading diagnosis codes off of their cars. You you can go and buy, like, for, like, 50 bucks, you can go buy a thing that plugs into your car and tells you what sensor's bad. That's using the CAN bus for communication. Gotcha, okay.
0: All right. Yeah, it just
1: sounds...
2: Uh, Wait, wait. (laughs) Again, this is, like, I don't want to... I don't want to ruin the illusion because really the only way that you can fucking get out of bed is like just not knowing some of this stuff sometimes. Like this is, you know, besides the... You know, Trace had a hangover this morning, but from 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 party stuff. I just like fucking. I just like fucking sit there with my eyes open from existential dread because I, <laughs> I like just load up on doom porn too much. <laughs> doom porn. That
1: sounds so strange. So if we wrap this back to how we started, right? We were talking about the stocks dropping and what could mm-hmm. have caused that. And 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 the point that I was trying to make was this this secu- this secu- the leaking of the security. Um, vulnerabilities of the system could certainly influence it as well, right? Not only is the CEO doing some things that some people might consider questionable, but there's some other news articles coming out that could show that, that other things could influence sales. All it takes is for a couple of these cars to get hacked. Yeah, their stocks are gonna drop anyway. Yeah, it's a couple fatalities. Well, you know, but fucking, I mean, like, you,
2: you know, but and again, like, you look at Fiat, like Fiat Chrysler had How many fucking epic tier one fucking failures has Fiat Chrysler dealt with the last couple of years? They it they killed a fucking actor.
0: Oh yeah, the dude from Star Trek, a tra-
2: like a UI issue. Yeah, that was bad. Like the the, 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 dude, the dude to play Checkoff in the new Star Trek movies is fucking Jeep Cringe, so which is which is like doubly fucking amazing because Chrysler was the company that standardized the fucking automatic transmission input like they're the one that developed because they used to have all these wonky ones and they came to the conclusion that it was like it was unsafe to not physically communicate that the car was in park in an automatic transmission
0: And so so what was this thing a so jeep this grand kid got out of his he his jeep um he was not driving a jeep grand cherokee or yes, something no it was that. a grand cherokee grand okay. cherokee he parked his jeep and then he, I think he had a a gate to his home. Yes, is that what it was he had like a gate, like a you know, he lived in a gated community or something like that. I think he had to open the gate to get into his driveway or whatever. Uh huh. And it rolled and crushed him. Car went from like park the car, the car to drive not, yes. and crushed him between his he and well, his. Well, no, gate. it wasn't. In, no, but the Holy problem
2: fuck. the problem wasn't it wasn't in park. Oh. So the thing is, is that. They don't have a standard like it's, it's like the wait, fucking wait, window. It's like the Windows mean? problem where they what fucking do you mean keep wasn't in park because there's no oh, physical way to put the put the fit the car in park. It's like a software command.
0: So as far as he knew, it was in park. park. As far as yes. the car knew, it was not in. And park. And it was
2: a, it, like this was so a what, widespread was it problem. In
0: neutral or was it in dry?
2: No, it was in dry. It was still in. Basically, if if the car is running, so there's 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 a, there's, a, there's an edge state. So that basically, when the car is running, you can like take it out of gear, so it, like basically is in hold. Holy and fuck. And it fucking is you know like you know and, it, it, and I know what you're
1: talking about with those gates. You a lot of times you gotta get out of your car, you you gotta walk up and you gotta like undo some big metal thing. Sometimes there's a passcode or a lock you gotta you undo. Know, He's gonna be standing there for a while and if and if it's a new car, he probably won't hear it coming at
2: him. So no, it was in drive. It was in drive and oh it just fuck it, it just it like rolled over and dragged him. I mean like it was it was bad. And the thing is is that he was not the he was not the first person to have this happen to them. Wow.
1: And Now that's just an accident, right? I mean, that's a problem. That's That's a a manufacturing engineering defect. Those things do happen. Unfortunately, um, it happened, like you said, with a company that's kind of made a good reputation for how good their drivetrain is. (laughs)
2: <laughs> wow! <Well, laughs> not anymore. No, but you know. But so, so what happened? You said it was a known defect. Was it a bad switch? No, no, it's not a, Well, so the problem is not. A, it's not even a defect. It's that they fucking changed the whole user. In, basically, they changed the user interface that has existed for twenty something years. Okay. So, you know, like Jaguar has the 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 dial transmission and stuff like that. But right. They, 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 Dodge they, they, does but, it too. You, but, well, yeah, but even that the Dodge because the Dodge Judge does that Fiat Chrysler one. Mm-hmm. But they don't indicate successfully, you know, like the, the way that they, they, made, they made it more involved to put the car physically in park.
0: Like when you, okay, when you, when you were driving an automatic vehicle, which I drive standard, mm-hmm. but what's it always? It's either a clunk or a yeah. clunk or it's always been like that. But now yes. it's like some little dial. Well, no, yeah, yeah. It, and, it, and I've esfe- seen and it.
2: Es- I, and especially because they're all electronically controlled now.
1: Yeah, my coworkers all drive Dodge Rams. And they all have the volume knob for, for yes. shifting. And, this, and that's, this, what, this that's is, what you're talking this, about, right? This is
2: the mur- that's the murder mechanism, yes.
1: It, but the thing is, is it's just it's just like any other knob. It just lights up the, the gear that you're in, right? Which it's not yeah, even telling but, you that it's in that gear. It just happens to be the position of the knob. Right. So, So what you're saying is it failed to engage... Yeah, into you, you, into park.
2: Well, because you, you, you flail you the knob and you think you think you're there, like you know, like within, no, the knob the tells you you're there. Yes.
1: Yeah, you're right. You think you're there, but that's because you have no other you have no other way of knowing what gear. Yes, you're
2: in. and this is this is. And and at some point he put it into park. He thought he, that it was he in. He park. thought he put it into. It park. never
1: told him it wasn't in park.
2: Yes. Or he didn't pick up that it wasn't in park. He so what did they do? To,
1: but there must have been a defect.
2: Well, you see. You, you, actually, let's pull up.
1: There must have been a defect because, like I said, every guy I, I work with drives one of these big Dodge Ram trucks. I
0: mean, you've got to take the situation, too. He's Maybe he was in a rush. Maybe he was just like, he, he's, ah, i do this a million times. Yeah, it's in Park. Let me go and get this done. And Park and,
1: is so far away. I mean, he would have gotten neutral and reverse before drive. I mean, the fact, if, if you're saying it was actually in gear, in drive, driving forward— that's so far away from park. Any of the other options, he would have had a chance of surviving. Drive, he will not have a chance of surviving.
0: Well, I don't, I, don't even, I didn't know that it dragged him. I knew it pinned him. It yeah, pinned it him. And I don't know. So oh, I don't know if so so it was actually, a neutral. It was, it was,
2: they're saying, they're saying uh, it was specifically the powertrain in the uh, 2014 to 2015 model year Jeep Grand Cherokees. 2012 to 2014 Dodge Chargers and uh, Chrysler 300 seat sedans. So it was, may have been that it may have been. And it was in that. drive or is in no. It in was. They, they, they thought it. They thought it was in park. He thought it was in park, but it was still in drive. My gosh.
1: You know what I'm saying? So from, somebody clicks yeah. away. Wow. Man, that's scary.
2: Uh so he said, the rollaway issue had been tied to 266 crashes and 308 Holy reports fuck. of property damage. Two hundred and sixty-six runaway 68 cars, in, uh, sixty-eight injuries. Holy shit!
1: You know but, but I mean, what like,
2: was the? Did they say what the cause was? Was it a faulty switch? No, they're saying that it was a software. There was a
1: software. It was a software issue. Holy cow! So he's rolling the dice every time he's putting that thing in
2: park. Well, you know, but, I mean, like, and again, like, um, I don't remember. If, I don't. I don't remember if you remember, or I don't know if you remember my uh, my black fucking Chevy pickup truck there, that I had the, the fucking. Mm-hmm. Dropping rust all off in your uh, driveway. But, um, like, GM had an issue with that, too, where, like, that was the first one that had, like, all-wheel ABS and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the way that the ABS controller was set up was that if it got a bad wheel speed sensor rating, it thought it was in slip, and it would just not let you apply the brakes. So they had a fucking (laughs) brake controller that its error state was, I don't, I won't let you use brakes and you know, again, did it feather them like an ABS? No, it, it thought it, it thought it was it thought it locked up. So like, there were a whole bunch of people that went through fucking stores and stuff like that because <laughs> right. you're coming Jesus up to a, Christ. you know, like we being. Bean, I was talking with Bean about it because he has one of those too, but he just pulled the fucking fuse on it, so they lock up. But it, it it's again, it's like. You
0: know, it, it, how does this people make people, it to market? Like how do, does it make well it because you of, do, roll out of the factory because
2: you you roll the fucking dice and you cost cut and it's like well it passed our it passed our limited unit testing, get it out the fucking door.
1: So with these with the with the software that's running on these Teslas, um, you made it sound like like the the cloud was the problem. Is it really the security of the
2: cloud or real, is yes, it, it also
1: it, the, like they're offloading certain. Um, certain processing there as well.
2: It's it's really the, it's really the fact that the way that they they've secured the system. It's you know, just they, poorly they, secured. They, they, they've designed it so that it has to be co- you you have to flash an entire image to it to update. It. It's not like you can do incremental updates. You're put you're pushing an entire right contained th- image down to the endpoint device, and you've also made it so that the way that that chain of custody is not actually right secure
1: and when it comes to that i mean that's not uncommon right i mean when you have a router at home or a yeah modem but or your router's
2: not doing 70 miles is 70 miles an hour and capable of physically accelerating faster than correct <laughs> correct no i'm just saying i'm not talking about
1: the security yeah. aspect i'm talking about the full image aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah right most appliances um that do have some type of software running on them bring the entire image down mm-hmm. at once yep right I don't know maybe even the gaming consoles do this when you update your Xbox it updates the whole thing right it's just uh, you can't well, no use actually it you for could,
2: you can you can it will it will stream it partially so you can it actually optimize like that's one of the you know steam kind of does that too but you can start you can actually start using the application before it's it's completely yeah, loaded.
0: yeah and it updates like so when there's it'll do a system update. Um, the console will. So if they have some major update or whatever, it'll just kind of restart. You'll have mm. to restart. You don't always have to. Sometimes it'll let you kind of go on the the old version for a day or two, maybe. But like eventually, you will have to power your system down, repower it up, and then it'll go through its boot. Right. It'll go through its it, thing. It'll it boot and then update its stuff. As far as the applications on there, so the games or like YouTube or Netflix or things like that. Um, if you want to access those, you do have to you have to update it and, it'll, and it will stream it it'll get to a certain percentage depending on the application and then you can start using it
1: yeah and even my phone my phone will download it'll download it'll download the new version you know in my case android and it'll just sit there on the phone until i reboot and when i reboot i am on the new version so um, so that part should, i would expect that part not to be not to be uncommon you know when it comes to the future of cars being loaded it's it's really around the security of the data right it's around how they're getting to those images and how they they're not really authenticating their sources like they should be um, does that also mean that they're not that they're not doing some checksums some basic checksums on those files yeah it would have to be right because that's one of the things with android even if even if my phone were to be man in the middle attacked, and i were to get some rogue version of android android has a lot of checks and balances in it to make sure that it that it knows it's the exact version that it is and although it may not be impossible to spoof it's a lot more difficult to spoof when it's a self-checking image the image itself stops, looks at itself, and it says, "Hey, have I been signed by uh, you know Google or for example, do I have a certificate from Google? You may have given me a bad image, but the image itself part of its boot up sequence is going to is going to be to validate it and, and in that case you can't fake it
0: You can't fake the uh, the person that signed that code So this major Tesla flaw definitely factors into it One thing I noticed in just the, like the ten maybe it was even ten minutes that I listened. Like when they talked about the flamethrower, one thing I noticed about, because uh, I've not heard Elon Musk speak candidly really, mm-hmm. ever in my you're, life. You're 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 gonna, yeah. Um, they, they talked about the flamethrower, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Dude, you made a flamethrower." And he's like, "Yep." And he's like, "Couldn't have been a good idea." He's like, "I said it wasn't a good idea." He's I, like, "I told him it wasn't a good idea to buy it." I Told somebody, "Don't don't buy this. Don't buy this flamethrower. It's a bad idea." He's like, uh, he's like, it's not actually a flamethrower. So like, we couldn't ship flamethrowers, throwers internationally. It's actually a, a roof torch with, a, I don't know, with a rifle case. <laughs> and <he's, laughs> like, and it, but it came off as kind of. I liked him more after this, the ten minutes. You know, maybe my opinion will change after I listen to the entire podcast. But I personally liked him more. But he definitely came off as kind of like. Well, I just wanted to see if we could do it. So we did it. A little reckless. Like we just, yeah. And I think that definitely turns people off as far as people are going to invest their money. They're kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy. Everybody wants a genius.
1: But they're very hesitant when that genius starts showing signs that they don't just follow this black and white path. And it's this interesting problem because you need, you need somebody to change the landscape. And you're going to envision a new landscape with brains and creativity. But part of that creativity really is insanity. Reckless abandonment. And
2: and, and part part of it too is that, you know, like the the investor class there, they always want to be in the fuck, they always want to fucking sink money into a Crosley. But they don't want to be the one left holding the bag when Crosley rolls over. Because that's, so that's actually, so it's so true. Well, but no, but so Crosley, Crosley was uh, a, a, like an industrial magnate from around the, the mid-30s to late 40s. Mm-hmm. And amongst many other things, like Crosley basically, Crosley had a fucking appliance company and a media company and he built a car company. You know, like you, you very, You know, very, very similar, you know, like not quite as eccentric. But um, amongst his other things was that he came to the conclusion that, like, he's the guy who basically made um, commercial radio a thing, mm-hmm. and his big thing was that he came to the conclusion that it was easy, you know, like, the way that, the way to make commercial radio successful back, like, in the 20s and 30s, at least in the United States, was make shitty radios and then just build the biggest fucking transmitter on Earth in, the like, the, 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 the safe spot, so he, like, just snuck the real estate in. And they actually like co-opted it during the war because it was like fucking in the middle of the United States and it could broadcast to like fucking Europe and Japan. The thing was so like frying birds in the sky kind of shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And he's the one who popularized that radio network, but he it was kind of the same thing. Was that like listen, you know, like his whole thing was that we had we'd achieved this point where it's like we're fucking, you know, we have the technology, everything like that. Why aren't we fucking making the quality of human life fucking better? Mm-hmm. And Again, it's like nobody fucking. Crosley doesn't exist, but like, you know, there's all these like parent companies that kind of split off from it, like Kelvinator, which became fucking. Uh, AMC, which became fucking Chrysler. You know, like, you, you, Crosley went out of business, but everybody got rich from like the. Everybody like fucking made success off the, the bits and bones of it, but like the guys who invested in Crosley didn't.
0: Yeah, well, it's. Once the idea became a perversion of what the actual. <clears throat> mind behind it, wanted to do with it. Like once it got, and correct me if I'm wrong, once he got to the point where he's got so much money, he can actually make some real change now. He can actually do some of the things that he wants to do for humanity that he thinks he can actually do for his vision and have the assets to do it. He no longer had assets to do it. No one had any interest in it because it wasn't profitable
2: enough. Actually, Crosley and Kaiser, because like, you know, like Kaiser, I mean, Kaiser was a, you know, we, we don't have you know, t- you know, Elon's kind of weird too because we don't have multidiscipline magnates anymore. Like, you know, like that—that that was that was really kind of an art- that was an artifact of like the turn of the century where we fucking had all these robber barons kicking around. You know, like there aren't guys who like, oh, I have a su- I have a successful shipbuilding company. Oh, and I also run uh, a media a media entertainment thing, and it's well, like I'm no, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not. It's not like. You know, but they, yeah, like Tesla. You know, Elon's got his fucking car company. Actually, one of the things he was fucking talking about in that podcast, which is fucking creeping me out, was a fucking neural lace. Or because they, that, that, have been super quiet about that. But he's like, yeah, actually, we, we, we got a, we got a demo coming out here. What is the, it? Neural lace. Neural lace. So, um, it's like among, a neural network. Uh, so actually, uh. So this is kind of the dark horse company that doesn't have any... Because they haven't shipped a product yet, and it's also much more kind of fucking heebie-jeebie. So Elon has SpaceX and Mm -hmm. Tesla Mm -hmm. and fucking SolarCity and all this stuff. But uh, Neuralace is the company that he did to do human-computer augmentation. So it is an injectable neural-computer interface. That well, you know, the, basically the goal is is to eventually allow real time informatics and communication between a living human brain. Okay. And a computer system, so, so like pretty the, much some black mirror shit where they're yes. planting
1: something into your body and you can you can talk to the computer. Yes, through it.
2: so because like you know there's a couple. I mean, like there were a couple medical applications. Like um, I don't uh, know. One of one has been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this. One, one, for this. one, <laughs> one of our, one of our friends from high school uh, has a meat has meat a bag. has a child that suffers from repeated seizures and like they've gone through like a whole bunch of really horrible, fucking medical procedures trying to get that under control for him. And then like the kid, you know, like, he does better now. But one of the things that neurallace is looking at is that yeah, you can actively you can actively monitor the activity in a full neural like a full neuronal network mm-hmm. and inhibit or activate neurons so that you can actually in real time control sure anomalous, but, but yeah, the, the bigger thing is that fucking okay, Google or you know like we're kind of there right now because we already fucking trust the machine to fucking do a whole bunch of stuff for us. And actually yeah he he get, again like it's it's really interesting cuz he gets talking about like the fucking the, the the extent that um part of why we're so fucking negative you know like why our social media thing is that uh, these these are these are systems optimized for limbic system engagement so it's why like fucking all the photo you know like you know like you, you can look you can look at the popularity of certain basically who's winning in the social media front by how successfully they engage the reptilian brain mm mm-hmm. mhm but um, what he was, what I guess what we're, they're talking about is that this 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 is effective. This is effectively the tech that lets you upload,
0: right? Oh, so this is this is the tech that it's not just you manipulating. It can now give feedback to you, right? That's what, that's the thing. Yeah, you said like we're kind of na- there manipulate you physically.
2: Yeah, well, no. So, but besides that, this is this is the tech that basically, um, you know, and this was so Gunner said we're kind of already
1: there, right? because they can kind of control us today, but they can't. They can control us kind of like like the three of us can control like a Ouija board, right? They can shove us into a direction. What you're saying is this actually allows us to be part of that, right? We can actually control.
2: You hear, you you know, I am a node of server born in flesh of blood, but enhanced by the power of his web, you know? Right, because when
1: you're staring at images, you're not really giving them back any input, you're not you're not actually putting input back into the system. You're just telling them how you're reacting to their output. Well, this, like, is the hi- like, this
0: is like the hardwiring like, then. Yeah. Well, no, yeah.
2: well, no. But but besides that, this is this effectively allows cognition to occur outside of the actual uh, cerebral substrate. So you have an exocortex that's you know so you, you know like you have you have a cor- you, have, you have you have so you have the reptilian brain, which is like your brainstem and stuff like that, your medulla oblongata, which is primarily responsible for keeping your ass alive. Mm-hmm. You have the cerebrum, which is the higher sensory functions. And then you have the cerebellum, which is or yeah, yeah cerebellum. cerebellum, which is like where the higher cognition process is in. And again, like really these are guys in service to that 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 reptilian brain. And where this goes is that effectively with the advent of the exocortex, you have another prosthetic portion of your brain that is supporting the cognition part. But the other other thing is, is that with that kind of technology, is that effectively you can make, you can effectively build a backup of the behavior of that cerebral cortex. That's scary. And... One, run it in emulation, or two, effectively if the organic substrate is damaged to the point that it can't successfully it can't successfully complete that.
1: You can use you the can, artificial you can, version.
2: You can either use the artificial version or That's scary shit. Build rebuild those neuronal networks in another organic brain. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's download yourself. Black download yourself to another. To another meat suit.
1: Where's the Where's the bad part of this? I'm straight a, up Black Mirror. There, there's some the, weird things. So, so Wade, I know. in And a spoiler alert. But,
0: but, but you but watch. You, have, you, you have watch Mark White Zuckerberg Zuckerberg Running that shit. Yeah, you watch White Christmas. <laughs> you watch yeah. White
1: Christmas, and one of the bad things is, is you could you can do stuff like you can torture a virtual version of somebody to get them to admit to a crime. Right, right? at some point, like you start losing your own privacy not that people should commit crimes and hide it but there is something to be said for privacy right you're you're innocent until proven guilty and if proof is just as easy as taking a copy of you the backup of your thought process then it's the thought police is alive i mean it actually exists true you could actually think about murdering somebody and you could actually, like, you could be disqualified for renting a, an apartment or, or or getting a job because you think about killing somebody. I mean,
2: not that we should be thinking or, about killing or, people. Or you have a hypervisor but that it's specifically, suppress, that's specifically inter, interfere, interceding and suppressing.
1: Well, Gunnar, you get Certain. into the business of, of suppressing people hacking your thoughts, right? It's, it's really just going to be... Tin foil on your head. I'm well, sure.
2: Really, really, it's no, just making sure just that they are not Just another weird pick.
0: Al Yankovic fucking cover that or uh, creation foil. Did, have you have you seen that one or no? No. Oh, you remember? Uh, you know Lord Royals. Yeah. Well, Re- Weird Al did one called Foil. Foils. And first he, the, his first Foils. verse is everyone. You have to go and watch this fucking video because it's great. Weird Al is timeless, but the first verse he's a report. He's a new. He's a news anchor. Excuse me on a show and he first first starts talking about foil and how it keeps his sandwiches cool and the great uses and the second one is about like conspiracy theories <laughs> and lizard men and like he wears it as a hat mm-hmm. and like it it's funny. We'll just,
2: you, you have to actually have the correct type of foil to shield your thoughts. That's that's why you need. Of
0: course, you, you do crack Santa in training. Well, no, I mean <laughs> no, like because I,
2: Gunner, I, I, Gunner. You have to be careful not to crinkle it because that takes that takes off its you, ability to disperse magnetic you, fields. You realize how
1: tough it is for Gunner to actually call it foil instead of its actual name, which is Faraday cage. Wow. It, you know,
2: you're making a crude Faraday. Well, actually it's not even properly a proper Faraday cage because it's not entirely enclosed. If it was entirely enclosed, you'd have a giant copper mesh body condom on, but that's, that's neither here nor there.
1: (laughs) Crack Santa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Gunnar, in your speculation after hearing this podcast, how long would you say, I know, it's pretty much impossible without all of the evidence and seeing exactly what it is. How long would you say before we're probably at, We've got prostheses in, we've got implants in, and we're actually using this technology on a daily I, basis. Like, I, you know, maybe
2: I'm reading too much into this because it's also like one of these things. Like, he actually sounds sad talking about it because it's, it's, um, like, you know, besides the whole like benefit and stuff like that, I think effectively it's one of these things where, you know, like you talk about, you talk about like, um, existential threats because really what prompted it was the fucking complete and total abandonment by the governing bodies of earth on like what we're going to fucking do with ai because like we're all, we're, we're almost there and really what neurallace like that main machine interface was is it's 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 you know, like he talks about that. Basically, basically, he's kind of just given up on the idea that we're fuck, like we're we're that we're gonna handle this. You know, like we're gonna this is something that we're, we're capable of engaging with responsibly. It's like it's fucking we're we're fucking going over the edge of that that roller coaster. So hill. answer the question. So the the question <laughs> the, no the, the, so, so, so the thing the, the thing is the thing is is that you have to maybe you have to understand it from that particular context because what's driving the neural lace team besides the the practical applications is that effectively. um I think his position is that we're in an arms race. And right. We need and he that. Wants te- the good we need this technology. We bad. need this technology to basically fucking have something that can at least bounce back when, like, weaponized artificial our general artificial intelligence starts kicking around on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, we're, we're kind of in that pre-Cambrian explosion because if I mean the pe- the people that the, the people that were brought in to work on this and just kind of that general understanding and at least, you know, whether it's hype or not, because, I mean, like, he's actually been pretty good about fucking, del- like, ultimate, like, you know, he's been pretty good about delivering on weird, like, fucking out there shit at the end of the day. You know, like, he's commit, he's committed to the bit, as it were.
1: I mean, if we compare it to other industries, right, um, like you look at the auto industry, between the automobile being invented being perfected and then being something that the mass could consume right or or maybe maybe a better example is the personal computer the personal computer being invented being perfected and then being something that the masses could consume we'd be talking about a similar market here right right now it hasn't even been invented
2: so the 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 issue the issue is is that um something like neural a ice- Combine, you know is is kind of on that same thing as the concept of the singularity itself which is that once you've effectively augmented a person's intelligence i mean there's certain limitations to how far that goes how far that ramps but if you've augmented a person's intelligence enough that they can fucking success you know like it, once, once you deploy this technology it's it's recursively self-improving Mm-hmm. Because you can you you gain more information about how it works and you can optimize the system better. Right, right. But um, we don't we don't ramp at the AI thing, but yes. Yeah, so but if, it doesn't if he has, work if he, yet though, right? Well, I mean, no, we don't have a working prototype. So yet. that's that's what's supposed to be showing up in the next couple months. Like they're they're actually willing they're actually willing because like they've it's been they've been, they've, been, they've been they've been operating in radio silence. And you know, like we've talked about like the whole sub-vocal speech and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I would
1: like to do that. Gunner. let's start that. Let's make a business on sub-vocal speech. Did we talk about
0: this before, Wade? Yeah, where it kind of reads your, like, your vocal. Because whenever you speak
2: whenever your you, mind, you, you yes. message
0: your vocal cords, yes. even though yeah. you don't project your voice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'd be like so silent voice So whatever connects. you're saying or whatever you want your mind to say to show up, it's going to read everything. I mean, that would be cool. I think that would be awesome. I mean, you're t- you're essentially, but I mean, the That's first like thing I think about is tactical usage in combat like mm-hmm. a heads-up display in, in a glass case audio or goggle case cue. where I'm just talking what I'm seeing. I'm not giving any mm-hmm. audio cues out to anyone. I mean, it'd be perfect.
1: Ace. Yeah, but all it takes is some guy in a Syracuse airport to hack your Kanban. That's true. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> the, yeah but actually, Sorry. but even Sorry. that, you know, Asky like, you penises know penises, we're also trusting a company to, we're also trusting a company run by a group of people that also have, like, left fucking compact, you know, SSL certificates on unencrypted right. un- un- compact flashcards that's also going to have
0: root access to and your fucking thingy-goo. When you think about... like the, But you know what, though? This is kind of one of the points that I wanted to make. In just the 10 or 15 minutes that I heard Elon Musk talk on uh, Rogan's podcast, I expected this... It's the same thing we do with our our celebrities, the people we hold up. We expect these infallible idols, but there's a whole lot of fucking flaws with every human being. Yeah, he's still human, right? He's still human. So, yes, of course, this crazy, ingenuitive guy doesn't really have much of a care for security or just didn't think about security. Right. So there's a glaring flaw, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's almost like, and they're out in the wild. One of the
1: problems with automobiles is that they're not always connected and they're not always reachable. Right. So trying to communicate with them to even fix these security flaws is a huge security flaw. Whenever you have stuff that's out in the wild like that, that might not be phoning home. How do you keep it up to date when you do have a patch? And what if you need to onboard more hardware? Each one of those vehicles has to have a factory recall, which most of the people listening to this podcast own a car that's had a factory recall. And you just put it off. You're yeah. like, okay, the brakes have a problem. Uh,
2: I, I keep getting notices from the uh, New York DMV saying that my Civic is a uh, death trap waiting to happen because I have all this fucking death. Like, all of my airbags fall under the, the yeah, my, of.
1: So I yeah. drive a Honda as well, and I did that. And you know what the guy at the, at the dealership said? He said that it, it occurs because of, because of corrosion that happens on the airbag itself. And he said, in all of the none of the cases have been in New York, they've been in areas that are much hotter they are exposed to much hotter climates and he's like but you know by law it's a safety device we have to replace them all so what's interesting gunner is you probably are fine not replacing those but you know honda's going to keep reaching out ours was even crazier we had uh, we actually had one of the guys from the local honda dealerships going house to house handing out these flyers Holy saying shit. you have to bring your car back um, because of the safety hazard. so kudos to fucking honda for going or at least this dealership maybe it was just the dealership doing it but kudos to them for going out of their way probably helps customer retention but yeah with these teslas out in the wild what if they got to change the hardware out on them you know these cars have to go back home now it won't be as much of a problem when these cars are completely autonomous and they'll just drive back to the dealership yeah. for you well, this well, is, well no this but this actually goes,
2: so so here that but that yeah again that gets in so like what happens when you can't pay the fucking subscription rate for your exocortex?
1: Uh, have you I see seen, what you're saying. Have you seen Altered Carbon? Um, You've talked about it. I've not watched it I yet. I have not watched it yet. That's exactly what the show's about. It's about our bodies just being a sleeve that we wear.
0: Gunnar, what's the... Or Do you remember the, the movie with Jude sleeve. Law and... The RZA was in it as well. No, it's called Exis,
2: Existence.
0: I thought it was Surrogates.
2: Surrogates, maybe.
0: And like, so like you rent, like if you had some sort of a medical thing, like you rented essentially the organ, like you were trying to pay off. And oh like no, that, that, that's pay, Repo Men. Repo Men, that's it. I'm okay. sorry, not Surrogates.
1: My bad. And I'm guessing the Repo Men are the people that repossess the organs. Yeah. yeah. They just put you down, put Forrest, you to sleep. It was, it was
2: yeah, him and force It was him and force Whitaker. Whitaker. Yeah. So yes. in
1: altered carbon, what they did is they perfected the Westworld type thing where they can print the bodies, so you can just have you can just have a sleeve that was printed, so you can have a backup sleeve, and you also like it takes like, I mean it's fiction, but like you know their eyes roll in the back of their heads like five minutes a night while they back up their consciousness and all of their memories. But there's some weird problems, like it's against the law to uh, spin up one of your sleeves with a backup of your brain because then there's two of you. Right. So it's against the law to have two of you, so you have to have one of them executed. If you accidentally do it, you know like they thought you were dead and they f- they brought another version back they have to actually execute one of you which Jeez, isn't as big of a deal
0: disturbing but it that's is. you though
1: it's you but as you also you know. know that another version of you is going to live on that's so that's not like, the one. no there no, was no, a but, scene but, but. where a guy like you know one of the main characters had to do this um he had to do this in order to spoof like a huge conspiracy that was happening in a a corporation and he had to be able to sacrifice one of his bodies for it but neither of them ended up dying he thought he was going to get killed you know going through this mission and neither of them died and uh uh his girlfriend's like which one of you am i talking to now because one of them had to get killed She's like, which one of you am I talking to? The one that, that you know, said goodbye and thought you were going to die or the one that was sitting back on the computer managing the whole situation? So it's an
0: interesting concept. Well, yeah, because that also, I mean, the backup part is interesting, but it's like, if if one body experienced something differently then the consciences the consci- then it's no longer you it's no longer well right. and it's like a, you have, it's, you have it's a, fork, it's of a fork of you yeah right it's a right you, it's a like, fork it, of you. it diverged like, Right, you were no longer the same people now
2: now if you're talking about like an ex because this actually this is this is where that fucking neural lace stuff gets weird again too because theoretically if you follow this to its logical implication where you have an exocortex that effectively higher cognition is occurring in does that mean that there, you can have two of you that are effectively in communication with each other in real time? Well, yeah, and, in this case, they were talking you to will, each other. No, but I, no, I'm not even talking over the radio. I mean, like, you, you, your consciousness is effectively spread to more than one corporeal entity at the same time. In, in the case of this
1: show, it's standalone. It's autonomous you, and it's standalone, so it's only the copy that you, that sh, that, that's working inside that sleeve. But one thing that's really interesting about this, and I think it's really where the show—the show's a little too sci-fi for most people, but the premise is completely plausible if we keep going down these paths, which is why I really find it interesting. It's a little dark, too, for, for, for what it is. It doesn't need to be as dark. Number one, you can live forever right
3: yeah
2: I mean, yeah if essentially as long, the body, as, the, as long as you as long as you can find a new meat sleeve yeah well or as long as you can
1: find an energy source right like <laughs> yeah so, so these dirty. so these um you know some of these women in it they're these beautiful women and you realize they've spent most of their lives their 600 years they've been alive just manipulating men and that they're really old 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 women and that's an interesting thing right uh, that they don't they're not as young as they look um but the other thing about this, which is why it gets dark, and this is where the conspiracy comes into play, is if you've lived for 600 years, you start to get desensitized to all of the important life-changing things that we would experiment. Well,
0: there would be no more children, right? We would no longer reproduce because there'd be no need. We'd literally take away the function of but, what all with all that we know. But this is even crazier, Wade.
1: Like, if you've seen births, If you've seen the rise and fall of countries and war and disease, and you've eaten all the best foods on the planet, and if you can print a body, you can print the food, right? I mean, it's not – what starts to happen is – and this is where I think the show takes a really interesting dark twist is – you have nothing left to live for. Human, human, so human psychology start,
2: is based around struggle, and yes, if you don't have struggle, yes. you, 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 you all of a sudden so like all situ- these psychoses start. From like like your mind atrophy.
1: There's a situation where a husband and wife they did have a child, but they're fighters. They're professional fighters, but there's really not a need for professional fighting, so they do it as as an as an, as an art form. were not they like one fucking of, beating each other? Like they they one fight of to them the dies every time they fight, and the kid has to. To know the same parent in a different in a in a different uh, sleeve, and they're like they're like, how old are your kids? They're like five and seven, and they're like, you shouldn't be changing sleeves this often with them. You're going to screw them up. But the parents are already completely out of their mind. That's on the, that's on the gentle side of the weird stuff that happens. The other things, um, uh, and again, I'm really just telling you like like about the show. But the premise I think is really intriguing is. Um, being able to kill somebody, and then being able to incorporate that into like like exotic stuff, right? Like being able to rape and this, kill somebody. You're, you're that, you're that, so that says, you know fantasy. what? You can
0: rape and kill me because there's a backup of me in the cloud. Yeah, just pay me enough low, money. The, well, the human value of human life is like has no value essentially. Right. Yeah. I mean, so like there would definitely be quite a few paradoxes that would come, and even with weirder that stuff because the guys.
1: That, that run those illegal um, prostitution rings, what they do is they don't tell the prostitutes that they're not going to back them up. They pretend like they do, they trash their backup, and they actually die forever. Oh, okay. And that's when it starts to get really strange because now destroying the backup is the crime. Killing the actual body is not. Destroying the backup is the crime. So, yeah, really, really weird, dystopian future when we're able to live forever.
0: Weird, creepy stuff. Insert me. Let's do it.
1: Weird, creepy <laughs> I, I, stuff.
2: I, 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 don't, I don't know if I can guarantee you're going to appreciate the chassis, but okay. <laughs> It's like the fucking, it's like fucking ghosts in the shell where they have like the, the 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 elite cyborg combat bodies, and meanwhile, then there's like the fucking box with the one arm hanging off the side of it.
0: <laughs> this is this con- this is considered the economy model.
2: Hello, how are you?
0: Yeah, I guess like then. I mean, what Beep, what boop, fucks boop, that boop. up is that it kind of puts everyone in somewhat of an equal. It just wouldn't work. The rich
2: rich will never allow that. So they'll they'll live in their their fucking Elysium space station. And and, and, and 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 in
1: the show, there's a divide between the people that believe that when you're dead, you're dead, and the people that want to live forever. And uh, one of the main characters decides that she wants to spin up her grandmother that's been dead for a while. But the problem is is that the the family simply can't afford to have a backup sleeve for their grandmother. So what they do is she... (laughs) there's some guy that they bring in because he's guilty of something. He's going to go in jail. She steals his sleeve. She replaces the brain with grandma. And grandma shows up to the house in a gangster body. This guy's got tattoos. He's got piercings all over the place. And he's just sitting down giving hugs to all the grandchildren.
0: (laughs) Talking trash about the food. Yeah. Yeah, because once the rules change that drastically where death isn't really an option, like unless you're a real piece of shit, like why would you kill anybody? And resources, there's no real... I mean, essentially, is there a place where these spin-ups or these backups... Yes. So they exist somewhere else or yes. they just cease to exist until you insert them?
1: Yeah, there is, there is a, there's like a global backup like a matrix for all of them. There's an of, Xbox yeah, and, and the underlying theme in this, and they, they, they kind of touch base on it, is that um, the main character used to be part of a, uh, like a rebel force that was trying to destroy all backups. To try, oh. to, end, to try to end this. And the irony of it is that he himself is no longer in his original body because he's been killed. <laughs>
3: so so it's weird. It kind of turns Spoilers. into a weird
1: Doctor Who thing, but with, like, exchangeable bodies and brains
0: and... It, well, I, it, to be honest, if you think about it, it's kind of fucking genius because now, for the producers of the show... Oh, yeah, you're a main actor? Yeah. Except when we decide to replace your sleeve.
1: Right, and, and they, I think they ended his, um, and again, all spoiler shit. Sorry, guys. Um, he, They ended his sleeve at the end of the first season. So they're going to bring back some other awesome actor. And I really like the actor that um, that that plays the, the main character there. But, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that's, maybe I'll have to check that out. Yeah, so I probably sold the idea
0: of Altered Carbon on everybody. Hopefully I didn't ruin too much. Yeah, No, that's fine. I'm sure there's interesting enough stuff. It's almost kind of an interesting thing because that is the matrix that they live in. I'm calling it the matrix. That's, you know, probably what everyone can relate to or understands or knows. Is that, is it kind of like a heaven and hell thing where, I mean, when you're in heaven the matrix or, or whatever, hell, if you have complete control over what's going on decide. and you're just interacting, you know, is that kind of like heaven or is that like hell where it's like if you can't really get out and you can't really experience any struggle that's the real that's the real hell yeah we
2: we made purgatory
0: what's
1: extreme about an extreme sport you know it's extreme because there's the risk of death if you take that risk of death away or if it's, it's this strange thing where you're never going to be able to afford a cloud backup of yourself unless you're rich and then the poor are just always stay poor and the rich always stay rich and the rich can manipulate; uh, they can manipulate things because they've been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, and they really know how to work the system. Like like the example of that woman that's gorgeous, but she's she's three, four, five hundred years old, and she knows how to manipulate men that are trying to rise up to the top, and she's she's able to get a, a competitive advantage because she's been around for long.
0: Yeah, that's actually kind of terrifying. That's actually that
1: is scary. You know the human psyche, and you know that it doesn't really divert and diverge that much from like a boilerplate lizard brain or whatever. Yeah, but,
2: you're not, yeah, but you're not lines of code. Now
0: <laughs> you're not even talking about the human psyche because now you're talking about something you've never seen before. Like you, that's no, that's no longer human because right. there's no more value of valuation of life. There's no more. Like, that's something different, you know? Like, that's not something that anyone right now or in the past of humanity could ever...
2: Freedom will always return because wicked men do not live forever. Well, actually, no. Let me get... I'm going to stop you right there. Hold my beer.
1: (laughs) What about the backup of Hitler that we have? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, right? Although some would argue that you could do it from DNA alone. The problem with DNA is that it would be the baby version.
0: Right, and then that's well, like now you're now you're arguing nature versus nurture, Well, right, and right.
2: Even, even that. Well, because the the other the other fucked up thing is that effectively with with this kind of technology, you can start dissecting those processes like in situ. Because yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the there was a movie with uh, Gregory Peck.
1: You're saying you simulate a, a Hitler by putting him through the same environment that he had. Yes. Yeah, so Gre- 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 Gre-
2: Gre- Gregory Peck was in a movie called The Boys from Brazil. And that was the whole premise of it: is that Gregory Peck is actually playing like uh, so I, I can't remember the other gentleman's name, but Gregory Peck is playing uh, Joseph Mangala, and the whole premise is that the you know like their, the Germans had fled Germany after World War II and made a whole bunch of clones of Adolf Hitler and distributed them around the world to basically surrogates. And what they're doing is they're trying to they're trying they're they're trying to create the original sociological conditions that contributed to That's the funny. development of of Adolf Hitler's That's psyche. That's
0: funny. Have you seen the Lawrence in- Olivier, James Mason, Steve Gutenberg, Lily Palmer, Uga yeah. Hagen? They, those are like the cast members.
2: Yeah, the, no, it was it was it was an A list class, but it's like a, it's a fuck it's a fuck because really it's the story of this one guy who's a a, a Nazi war criminal hunter. Mm-hmm. And it's just him, like fucking digging, digging into this, and it's it's just it's a it's a fucking weird movie, man. You know it'd be
0: a really weird movie if like there was an alternate universe where Hitler was actually a good guy, not doing the shit that he did now, but he was actually the leader of like the free world. Well, have uh, you
1: have you seen The Man in the High Castle?
0: No, that's another Amazon. Well, that's an Amazon uh, original,
1: and the premise is that they won World War II. The the United United States is
2: divided in half between Japan and Yeah, there's like a line down the middle of the U.S.
1: Yeah, the the West Coast is being run by Japan, which is perfect because California is all artsy-fartsy and stuff like that. So it kind of works well. They're actually fairly happy under Japanese rule. However, the East Side... It is fucking nightmarish. Yes, it is crazy, crazy bad. It is just a police state, worse than it is now.
0: That's kind of weird, though, because do you uh, let's actually let's go let's go opinion let's go way <laughs> off the rails here. Let's say we lost World War II and it was divided like that. Now, the reason I say like, do you really think it would be like that? Is because look at what happened to Germany post World War II with Eastern and Western Germany, wherein Eastern Germany seemed like things were okay pretty decent and then western germany we had the stasi and
2: no the other way around
0: or i'm sorry you're right yeah, western uh, was pretty way okay way, eastern way i'm sorry yeah way I, way I flipped around. that my my mistake my mistake <laughs> western eastern germany which was under russian control ussr control i should say yes. was a fucking miserable place to live and it was super authoritative and everything was super controlled like do you think what do you think uh what do you think would have happened if, if we well, were actually
2: really what what happened is that Um, so after the shakeout of World War II, um, you had like, you know, we, we had, we had the, we had our Nazis, which we brought into the intelligence community to basically get back backroom info on the Russians and the national socialist government infrastructure is what effectively became the Stasi and stuff like that. So it's like, you know. All the the real movers and shakers got booted out of power, but that whole, like, fucking secret police authoritarian state kind of just kept rolling afterwards. And... You know, but yeah, it was it was it was like full on. You know, I mean, like again, there there was different ways of living. I mean, like it's not it's not like North fucking Korea, but it was it was its it was its own weird thing. It kind
0: of seems like North Korea, where all the self reporting is going on, and you can't trust your neighbors. And there's a
2: I wish I could remember what the fucking name of it was. There the was lives a, of others. No, no, no. There was there was a so weird, weird thing. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> God, where where we go. <laughs> no, no, no. So, no, because like you, you know, again, like Wh- Whoopi Goldberg comes with a lot of pay- baggage now. But, um, she, 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 she's a person that's led a very interesting life.
0: I don't actually have much of an
1: opinion on Whoopi yeah, Goldberg, I don't, good or bad. I don't have I don't. baggage on her. You just the transition was very well. Interesting. No, because
2: Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> spent like three years at at an artist commune in East Germany back like when she was what, in her, like when her late teens early 20s under like while it was still East Germany really yes like huh. she was she was she was a she was a United States citizen that got it in she chose Germany. to do that yes and it it was it's one of these things where it's like perspective because she talks about like you know like she talks about like how the, the concept the concept of freedom is not the, the concept of like what you define as freedom is not a universal Thing like you know, people have different perspectives on what actually constitutes freedom, and it it, it was it was just it was an interview that I was like it was like a a panel show. Um, I think it's the green room actually, but uh, because it was like it was like a weird like um, politically correct or politically incorrect thing or something like it or the Colin Farrell.
0: Yeah, politically incorrect was was, Colin. It, was no, it Colin Farrell? Yeah, that was that was
2: Colin Quinn. Yeah, was it politically incorrect? I thought I thought it was something. I thought it was something else because politically incorrect was Bill Maher's show.
0: Oh, you're right. No, this was another show. I don't remember exactly what it but was. Y- it was you in know, the 90s. Y- y- yeah, yeah but, mid, but yeah, and like it, it was on
2: Showtime. It was for two seasons. But it was like it was just really. It was kind of just interesting because effectively it gets into this idea that like, you know, like we 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 project a lot more. Of what we think of things and what reality really is i mean yeah and, and
1: i mean we we talk we talk each week about how some of things that we as a nation consider a freedom we have kind of uh capitalized out as a as an absolute freedom right i mean we talked about um the the episode when we talked about uh, Alex Jones right we talked about how freedom of speech isn't as absolute as we would think it is in our country because because corporations have have slowly changed how we communicate <laughs> so freedom of speech being a, being a freedom we, has changed. We,
2: we decided we decided corporations are people and you can't compel people to say anything <laughs> so you know their product is an extension of themselves
0: ergo
1: so no, Wade, you were kind of asking Gunner about like this hypothetical, right? Did he did he answer your question? No, on,
0: no, that's okay. Well, no, he so was getting say,
1: towards
2: it. Like, well, you know, and again, because like actually, there there there's another because you know like you talk about that like Germany
0: won. Um, there would eventually be, like, my question is, would we just be viewed as this colony? Do you think we would be eventually accepted? And there's
2: there's actually a couple of pretty significant alternative history takes on that as well. Um. I think I think that there would be difficulty holding certain territory. So you might you know you know like depending on the eastern seaboard or something like that. I yeah, they like couldn't they could hold America. I don't think well, anybody could. No, but but even even that like Germany was intrinsically doomed from the start because. The whole concept of them winning was kind of the whole concept of that that surviving was kind of based on the premise that England was going to come in on their coming on their side.
0: Yeah, that eventually, like they, once they, they won they, them over, like, like
2: the the majority of the campaigns of World War II were effectively Germany fucking scrambling trying to get enough cash to keep the fucking keep the fucking you know keep enough cash and gas to keep the fucking lights on. Because that was the other thing too is that like. Um, you know, Germany was doomed because the the country itself was not committed to total war. Because, you know, like, you know, like, Germany didn't have rationing. Germany, like, you know, that was part of, like, the part of the, the, part of, part of the fucking deal that, like, the, the, the National Socialists made with the fucking populace was that, like, you know, like, we, we fucking, you know, it was based on money stolen from undesirables in countries that they invaded, like you know, the the actual German citizen like didn't have any change in the quality of their life, or it went up, which was kind of like how they got got away with doing all the shit. You know, like basically, it's like as long as I'm fucking comfortable, and I don't have to see other people being made uncomfortable like too much in my face, eh? You know? Or as I said, like uh, again, like going back to the green room, I can't remember what the fucking name of the comic was, but she was going off. And was like I know all this World War II shit, and it's like because she was because th- one of the things too is that like everybody. You know they do the interviews with like the German citizens and like they can't, re- you know, like it's like the whole like disavowing. It's like we didn't realize that not what Hitler was doing. And like she's like, yeah, but now you talk to him as they're getting old and getting ready to die, and it's like, yeah, you know, he said a lot. Of, he said some good things. He made my, us feel uh, good about being German again, and and then things got weird.
0: <laughs> my, o- my old my old college roommate Shaggy, his mother is from Germany. His grandmother actually like, lived in Nazi yeah. Germany. And, I mean, she was, for years, even, I mean, we're talking the early 2000s, like, still believe that there were no concentration camps. It was all just a... Uh, that's fucking crazy. Was, well, like, just, it because, it because
2: it, again, it's the, fucking, it maybe, it's the fucking lizard people. Because if you, maybe,
1: if you, maybe that's the crazy, and I'm sorry to talk over sorry. your lizard people, but maybe that's the crazy part about your question to Gunnar Wade about how sustainable this would be. Because if they were lying to their own people, about what they were doing then eventually the truth would have to come out and there would have to be revolt whether revolt is powerful enough and strong enough to be able to take out um the the government in that case i don't know but that's it's a very good question wade and what's interesting about the man in the high castle is that is, is how unhappy the east side is being like everybody recording everything you know anything that you say can get you killed and they just kill you. Like they don't. They don't. They. I mean, they'll torture you. <laughs> they'll get the information out of you that they, that they need, and then they just kill you. Um, as opposed to Japan, which was a lot more. Um, and of course, it's all fiction. But Japan was a lot more. I would like to use the word classy about it all. They still had their spies. Civilized, maybe. More civilized. Yeah. They they didn't rule with fear.
0: Which is like really interesting. There was. A, oh, sorry. No, I, I just, like, when you think of the Japanese, I think, like, on the surface, they seem very, mm-hmm. you know, polite and nice and this and that. But, like, they are some oh, of the they're, most they're, brutal they're, fucking, yes. no, it's, brutal it's, fuckers alive in the history of, like, it's, humanity. It's, how, love many, fucking, how, how many, many
2: fucking years from World <laughs> War II? What's that? How many fucking years from World War II are we at this point? Like, uh, 64? Yeah, victory, victory, victory was 40, v, VJ Day was 45?
0: I think that sounds right, 45, yeah, I think so, Jesus.
2: So yeah, we're we're like, actually, no, 70? Yeah. 73, 73, something like that. They are still fucking terrified over in Asia. You know, like, there, is, there are legitimate like existential dread kind of thoughts if Japan... Finally, gets their army back, like their their armed forces yeah. is back, and you know, like the self defense force and everything like that. Because China's been fucking, China's been stretching. It's like dragging his junk through the sand, as as it were. Well, you know, they're even more afraid now because Japan's a boy. Japan, well, no, but is no, our because J- Japan, Japan. Yeah, and again, like there, 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 there's there's weird politics going on in Japan too. Bes- besides the demographic crash, it's it's like there's just.
0: Give me, give me Japan and Israel. I'll take the rest of the fucking world on. And hey, Canada, Canada can yeah. come too. Israel, huh? Dude, no, Israelis are fucking insane. Well, they actually, don't fucking no, play.
2: Well, you know, no. But that was that I was, I was
1: listening to the the uh, the uh, podcast uh, NPR, the uh, How How I Built This, and it was interviewing the founder of WeWork, like the shared workspace guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking about how it was really the catalyst for that company was this Israeli guy and how fucking crazy, like confrontational and just like just got everything done. Like, like he could convince anybody into anything. He said he met him in an elevator without a shirt on <laughs> and still convinced Dude, Think
0: him. about it. They live in the desert. There are very few resources for them to, to survive surrounded by fucking enemies. Yeah, they live that every day, and I'm not. This isn't a. I'm not saying one way or the other, but you gotta respect that. Yeah. If, if anything, that's yeah. not an easy situation to live your life in. Right now, I'm not gonna get into politics of what's right, what's wrong, what's fair, what's unfair, anything like that. These are facts. They live in the desert. They're surrounded by fucking enemies. And you know. And yeah. they continue to thrive. They continue and, to persevere. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you know, you Canada. Yeah, Canada. Despite jokes about the fucking robot army and stuff like that, you know, Canada you lives
0: just, in a fucking frozen wasteland. Well,
2: no, you know, but Ch- Churchill is like, "Give me Canadian soldiers, American technology, and British officers, and I will rule this fucking planet." Canada <laughs> lives
0: in a frozen fucking wasteland, and they're super polite and very nice, and that terrifies me because. <laughs> That's not true. That's not the true Canadian no, fucking no, they're, spirit. They're,
2: they're, they can be polite.
0: Yes, well, they they come off and the the facade is polite and nice and friendly. But, but there's some horrible no, no, demon like, living inside. Yeah,
2: like the, well, yeah, it's like you know during World War II there or whatever, like the fucking it was like yeah, they're, they're, they had the Gurkhas, and then you had the Canadi- the Canadian units, and those were the only two that the, those were the two that like. German leadership were actually like, oh fuck <laughs> from yeah. a just, just from an existential just from an existential status not just like I go I don't got guys to fight those guys oh fuck dude one of, my, just-
0: one of my my friends French Canadian uh and and uh awesome <laughs> person to, but brutally fucking honest like super sweet super nice great great human being but man brutally honest <laughs> hard to
1: understand french canadians too yeah a little bit it took their a accents while. are pretty tough to like i talked to i talked to one i talked to one as well and um like like several times a week and uh it's so funny because we got i think we got like four people from india on the phone and some of their accents are very very thick and it's mm-hmm. very difficult to hear what they say but the general consensus is the French Canadian guys more difficult to understand, and it's really just because of it's really just because of the uh, the way that they end their, you know their their words,
0: you know a lot of the. It's an inflection thing too, because it's be, you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. it's a romance language, whereas right. the rest of the country speaks a Germanic language, English. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly, it's, you're not even even when they're speaking English, the inflection and the emphasis on the um, syllables is so different right. that. It's kind of like wait, your brain has to like process like there's a hiccup. Mm-hmm. the computer has to process sounds smooth though, speaking of smooth, we are transitioning to the end now, yeah because <laughs> we have reached just about the two hour mark. We're gonna short you guys about probably thirty twenty five seconds, but uh thanks everybody for listening in, and uh, we will be back next week. uh please give us drop us a like share us with your friends and uh we're definitely would love to see some suggestions and comments on what you'd like us to talk about next thanks for watching or listening can't really watch yet we will eventually get there have a good weekend are you
2: sure you can't watch are you sure you haven't taped this whole thing right now god i'm watching you while you're at home